Father, we give you thanks again and we give you glory because you are already here. You're already here to meet us. You're already here to teach us. You're already here to take us deeper. You're already here to mend our hearts. You are here to change our destinies. You are here to defeat the enemy. You are here to teach us. You are here even to rebuke us. You are here to encourage us. And so, Lord, we commit our lives to you. We commit this moment into your hand. We ask that you silence all other voices. That, Lord, we may hear you. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. And take all the worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah, friends. Glory to God. Uh, my names have already been said, and I don't want to go there again. Uh, I just want us to be encouraged that the one that we are, we've come to meet, these fellows led us very well, and they said, eh? he's already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are still dealing with hearing the voice of the Lord as a major topic or theme for this season. But today, we are dealing with a very pertinent issue. That thing that hinders us from hearing God's voice. And it, it's taken like it has been already read. The theme is like it says this. Sin, a barrier to communication with God. Sin is a barrier to communication with God. In other words, sin hinders us from hearing God, the voice of the Lord, that even when he speaks, we cannot hear. And this text that was given to us is very pertinent. But before we go there, friends, the work is simple and very easy. Our agenda here is to see how do we deal with this thing called the sin that bars us, that hinders us, that curtails us from communicating with God. And I want to say this, friends, each one of us can bear me testimony. If you are up to getting something somewhere and there is someone that is barring you off or hindering you off, let me tell you, many times we find ways. Amen? We find ways or to bypass them or to remove them on the way such that you can reach where you are going. And all of us know very well that we want to communicate with God. We want to hear God. There are so many issues 
that we would want to get, I mean, the info, if I can use that word, eh, from heaven, because it's the one that is all knowing. Eh? And he has something to say. There is nothing that we go through that God does not have an answer. And so it would be very bad for us if we cannot hear God and know where, what next to do. Now, in this, the text that was read to us, soul, I'm not going to read. I will just maybe go back a little bit there. Saul was a man of God, was a man of God, was a king, and he was anointed of God. And it was not that God was not speaking to him from the word go. God was speaking to Saul. But when Saul is seen, if you want to find that, you will, will, I will refer us to the, the same book in chapter 15. Saul, God had commanded him to do particular assignment and Saul disobeyed. And he himself recognized and says, I have sinned against you. And that is why when the time came for him, when he was in a crossroad, I can say that, when he was in need of hearing God, he tried to go to God. But there was no answer. Let me go back a little bit with us there. First Samuel chapter 15. That's where the error began. And sometimes for us, we may be struggling with certain things. And you are asking God. And you don't seem to be hearing God. You will need to examine ourselves. And they find where have we gone wrong. So we see in this very text, uh, in First Samuel, Saul was commanded to do certain assignment, and Saul disobeyed God. And that is why God did not. Let me pick it from the verse of 18. I just want to pick, but it can be... Better if we could go back to verse even six, where that's where. But I want for the, 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 the for, 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 for just because of the time that we have, I want just to bring this thing clear to us. Uh, from verse 18 of 1 Samuel chapter 15, he says, Now the Lord sent you on the mission, and you said, I mean, and, and said, Go and utterly destroy. The sinners, the Amalekites, and they fight uh, against them until they are consumed. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you eh, scoop down on the spoil and do evil in the sight of the Lord? And the soul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and done on the mission on which the Lord sent me and brought back Agag, king of Amalekite. 
I have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took off abandoned sheep, I mean, yeah, blunder, sheep and oxen, and the best of things we should do have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Galgil. So Samuel said, as the Lord, as the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice, as he in, in obeying, I mean, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of the ram. For rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He also has rejected you from being a king. Then Samuel said to men, then, then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your word because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we see where the trouble came from. It was not that God had disobeyed. And this is why when he came to chapter 28, that was read to us, he tried to call on the Lord, but the Lord could not answer him. The Lord could not answer him. Now for him, instead of even realizing that something had gone wrong, maybe let me repent. He went ahead to do an abomination to consult the mediums. And all of us know very well that God hates idolatry. And the soul himself knows today some of us when things get tough, we want to compromise. We want to do what Saul does, I mean did. And no wonder, friends, we are not being able to hear God. Because in the word of God in Amos 3.6, God's word says that it does not do anything without revealing to his servants. Now we ask you, ask yourself and we ask ourselves, this generation, the church today, what has gone wrong? I think we can answer this question by ourselves. Because God is speaking. But what is hindering us from hearing the Lord? Even when we have actually said, Yes, Lord. We submit ourselves to you. But we still find it difficult 
to get revelation from God. Friends, there's no shortcuts about these things. There is no shortcut. No way, no other way. Don't be told that, you know, all roads lead to Rome. But friends, there is only one way that leads to heaven. And if we want to communicate with this King of kings and Lord of lords, then we must fall in line. We must remove this thing that bars us, that hinders, that disturbs our communication with God. I don't know about you, but you know, you need to begin to check your life. Because God is willing to let you know what is happening in your life. What is happening in that family? What is happening in that farm? Why that challenge is there and it is seemingly not moving? God is willing and he desires to let you know. But will we recognize and identify? Because here it is very important, friend. When Saul, this soul man, did go to this woman to find out what was happening, it is also confirmed in that same chapter, in verse, let me go there. Let's go there. Because I don't want us to be said, where is it? I want us to go there to that same chapter that was read to us. And it is very clear. Even when the spirit of Samuel came out, I mean up, he confirmed to him that you know, it is because you sinned. That is why I departed from you. Now, verse 16 says this of the same chapter, in chapter 20, I mean chapter 28 of 1 Samuel. He says, and Samuel said, uh, let, me, let me begin from, uh, uh, from 15. And he says, and Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed, deep distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me, and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore, I have called you that you may reveal to me what. I should do. Then Samuel said, So why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has, uh, I mean, has become your enemy, and the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me, for the Lord has, I mean, yeah. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David because you did not obey 
the voice of the Lord you are, I mean the Lord, no excuse his fierce wrath upon the Amalekite. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Hallelujah. It was clear. It was not that the Lord had just refused. No. The Lord was refused to speak to him because he had sinned. He had refused to obey God. I don't know about you. Where have you been disobeying God's voice? You know, it can be as simple. And say, you know what? Give that to God. Sometimes when we talk about, the church talks about tithing, we bring a lot of questions. But friends, I can tell you, it can be as simple as that. You go to doctors, nothing moves. I have an example of a man who was believing, I mean a believer, but he was not paying tithe. So a sickness came in his home. The child was almost dying. The doctors were searching and searching, examining. They could find no sin. I mean, no sickness. And we went there as we were praying. And the revelation was, as this man, has he been paying tight to the Lord? Thank God for that brother. He accepted and he said, you know what? I have been struggling with this thing. I have been struggling. And I gave him a scenario. I said, friends, supposing, I mean, all the, his children were still primary going children. So I, I brought in the analogy. I said, supposing all of these children come back to you when the term ends with the 10% of, in every subject, how would you feel? The man said he would feel very bad. And I told him, friends, now for you, you would feel very bad. Why? He said, I have been paying a lot of money. The school fees was so much. I can't get this kind of results. And so I told him, look, God wants only 10%. Only 10% of what he is the one who has given unto you. Why don't you give it to him? The man said, ah, Emmanuel, I will try. I'm going to begin trying. I'm going to begin. Friends, I can testify to you. We prayed in this church, not somewhere else. We prayed once and the sickness that was almost killing vanished. Once it was not more than one. Once like this. And the thing was taken away. Now, friends, what do we need to do? Friends, we need to admit. You need to recognize. Don't be there and say, no, for me, I don't have any sin. Hallelujah. Because the scripture says, whoever says there is no sin, he is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Some of us as families, we need to recognize our sins. Some of us as a generation, we also need to recognize. Some of us as men, 
we also need to recognize some of us are being hindered because we are proud. Nobody can tell you anything. Even in your family. You are like, you know, a lion. When you walk in, people run away. Hello? Am I speaking to someone here? You walk in like this. Even your best wife now trembles. Because the lion has entered. Is it, is, it, is it supposed to be like that? Not at all. And I'm again giving a testimony of a brother in Christ here. I went into that home. Friends, this was a wonderful lady. He loves God and I can tell you, friends. Let me tell you, when the man came, I saw the woman was like, you know, a house guard. I said, ah! This is terrible. And the wife in the home, he was like quaking like this. Because the man, friends, let's get out of that. Sin. You are actually too arrogant and harassing. God is saying, please, let go. Walk in the fear of God. The Bible declares that the fear of God is the hate of sin or evil. That's what the Bible says. And friends, if we are really going to remove this barrier that is hindering us from hearing the most powerful things that God is saying to us, we must desire we must give in to fear God. Where you are not going to compromise. You are not going to say, ah, ah we can do it. We, we will repent. Let me do it. I, re I will repent. There are those notions that we normally hear. Eh? Because God is merciful. I am going to do it. I will repent. Supposing you don't get the time of repentance. And maybe supposing even your repentance is refused. Because when we read this story, God had already issued, I mean, a judgment against him. The man refused. Even when he tried to hold on the garment of Samuel, Samuel said, no. And as it was said, the kingdom was taken away from from him. You might be far wondering and you're saying, why is the favor that I used to have is no more? <laughs> why is the opportunities that I used to, I don't see them anymore. Friends, look back and see, how have you walked this life? How is your journey with God? Are you still actually really loving him the way? Or even says, Show me, show me this, and you're done. So we see this is a very serious thing, friend, and we must put it aside. Had it God, had God not to show us, we would have no reason, I mean, we would now be in a dilemma. But friends, God hates sin, friends. And if we want to hear this God, we want to communicate with him. No, it's not only hearing his voice. There are many other ways, and I have loved it here. Because he also said, 
Saul confessed that he was not hearing through either the dreams and also through the prophets. We come and the word is spoken. And then you just say, okay, that is Emmanuel who was speaking. This is not my word, friends. It is not mine. It is God's word. And when he speaks, see, however he hears it, should fall in line. We have been given the commandments, but friends, how many of us are in line with the commandments? So we are saying, friends, let's go back to the real, real matter and say, Lord, I am sorry. Because that is how we do it. We, you must go to the place of repenting and renouncing that and saying, no, I am out of you. That God will begin to speak to us. Now, to show us a very clear example is in Isaiah. Isaiah 6 tells us something. Let's go there. Isaiah chapter 6. It is sin that had hindered him also from hearing the voice of the Lord. Though, and it was sin also that had hindered him from even seeing. The communication was blocked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So well, let's go there. We see Isaiah saying eh, in verse 5, chapter 6, verse 5, he says, So I said, Woe unto me, for I am. I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flee to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongue, tongue from the altar and he touched my mouth with it and he said behold this has touched your, your lips your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged so I heard the voice of the Lord saying whom shall I Send and who will go for us? Who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. Now we are seeing a scenario where this man, by the time he, the, when the sin was removed, he was able to hear the voice of the Lord telling him what to do, the voice of the Lord asking. Whom shall I send, friend? God wants to send us. God has already sent us. If you are a child of God, one of the mandates is to reach out, to shine for the Lord wherever you are. Bring glory to God. In simple terms, sin is anything that does not glorify the name of the Lord. Anything you are involved in that does not glorify the name of the Lord, know that you are involved in sin. 
and you need to get out of it. And that is the reason why we are not hearing the communication with God is terrible. So we see Isaiah saying, he, he actually acknowledged he was a man of unclean lips. He also acknowledged that I dwell among. Now, sometimes when we tell ourselves, who are those who are your friends? You cannot tell me that your friends are murderers and you are telling me you are friends. That's a lie. You cannot tell me all around you they are immoral people you are working with and you are saying you are clean. They will actually defile you. So we see Isaiah saying, I dwell among people with unclean lips. Sometimes in those offices we compromise. In the businesses, you said, ah, ah, let's let it go. In those positions, that's what we are doing, friends. Because everybody is doing it. Let's do it. Prophets are doing it. Don't tell me that because the, my pastor is doing it, I'm going to do it. My pastor will answer the question. Eh? Before God. So don't actually give in because there is, a, I mean, a prominent man whom you know is a child of God and is saying, no, it is okay, we let it pass. Sin, God hates it and it will hinder you. So when it is hindering you, the pastor will not say, oh, you know what? Ah, it is okay. A story is told of a young prophet and a law, I mean, I mean an old prophet. A young prophet was told, <laughs> it is in the, in, in, in the book, in the Bible, he was told not to eat where God had sent him. The man went there and the, the old prophet told him, you know what? I am also a man of God. It is okay. You can do what? You can eat. And the Lord had actually issued express instruction. So when he ate, on his way back, he was killed. And when he died, the older prophet said, you know what? <laughs> Didn't God talk to you? Eh? That's what the old prophet said. He, you were told. Why did you do what I told you? So friends, we must guard this thing. If you have known this thing, get out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are seeing here, it says also clearly that this man had the Lord. And then he was also very quick again to say to the Lord, it is two-way. When we are talking of communication, it is two-way. It is, you, get, you are speaking to God, God hears you, but also you can hear what God is saying. That's why again in the book of Second Chronicles, the Bible declares that if Second Chronicles chapter 7, 14, it says that when if my people who are called by my name, huh, will they humble themselves, Pray, seek my face, turn away from their wicked ways. Then will I 
hear from heaven, then forgive them, and then heal their land. That's what the scripture says. Now, there is a place of humbling yourself. You know you have sinned. Don't go on saying, eh, I am the man. You know, David defeats us even up to today. Every time he realized that he had sinned, he would go prostrate before God. That is why he's called a man after God's heart. And that is why David would inquire and God would respond. His communication with God was so good. God, God David admitted the sin. David, when he was caught because of the issue of Yehudah's wife, he, he went prostrate and said, Lord, I have sinned against you. He was not issuing argument like you see what Saul was trying to justify himself. Some of us today, we want to justify. I did it because, you know, God, you know, the economy is very hard. Hallelujah. The economy is very hard. So, you know, I couldn't do otherwise. Friends, God has not failed to, to sort your life. Hey, God wants us to be holy. Hey, God wants you to be holy. And he is not going to, 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 to bring down those sta the, the standard. His standard remains the same. So he said, this man said, I had the Lord. I had the Lord. He was able to say, yes, Lord, here I am. He had had the Lord. He had had the Lord very clear. And he did just say, yes, Lord, I submit. I submit to you. Friends, we can't do otherwise but to fall in line with God's word. If we want to hear the voice of the Lord, if you want to have this sweet communication line with God, that you walk in, even when you are walking, God speaks to you. Even when maybe you are bathing, God speaks to you. Friends, this thing is very sweet. And I can testify to that. God speaks. Even when I am walking, God can speak to me. It is not only in the church. In that office, God will speak to you. If you put off all these other things. The one that I will never, never, never forget is this one. Somebody had taken away money from me and was disturbing me and I had even actually said, okay, I know a bit of law, let me also now take this person eh, to court. <laughs> I take them to court. And they, actually the police wrote arrest warrant for that person. And then the police who took didn't find. And they came and told me I didn't find the person. And then I was there. I was there. And then I was showering. And then the Lord began to load down instruction, saying to me, Emmanuel, drop that option of yours. Now do this. He told me, go meet the husband of this lady. After meeting him, tell him the issue. When they, when they don't have that money, let them tell you the day when they are going to give you. If they, if, if they tell you, go. But if that day you go 
and that money is not there. Let go. Eh? Let go. And I went. I dropped the issue of the, 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 the what? The arrest warrant. I dropped it and I went there. And I met this man. He was training to be a doctor. Yes. Now, I went and met him and I told him what had, hap what had happened between me and the wife. And then he said, okay, I am going to talk to my wife and I will share what we will do. Come to me, come to us after one month. I said, sir, yes, it is okay. And I went away. Now, after one month, I went back. Now, the man told me, you know what? I have not even sat with my wife. Uh, there's nothing I can tell you. I said, sir, uh -uh, it is okay. I have forgiven you. Don't dare getting scared anymore. I have forgiven you. I'm not going to ask that money anymore. Friends, I'm giving you this thing. It is serious. When God even can tell you to forgive and you refuse, it is, it is so powerful. So what I did, I forgave. And then, I, I, by God's blessing, I met that woman in town, here, near post office. She looked at me, she wanted to run. And I said, Mama, don't run. It is okay. I have forgiven you. I am not going to ask you that money anymore. I left it. Me, myself, I didn't know what God was doing. I didn't know. Two weeks didn't pass. The woman was arrested. Only to hear she was in Lozira. And I said, wow, God, I am not the one who took her there. You told me I forgave her. Now, as if that was not enough, the one that touched me and confused me, I didn't know what to do now. The, the man who was actually training committed suicide. The, ma the woman was in Lozira. The man committed suicide. And I was like, friends, when God tells you something and you do it, even if it is forgiving, you leave it in his hand. You will see the hand of God. That's why we need to hear God. We need to hear God in every matter. So this man, the matter was dealt with in more serious way that I as a person would not do it. Sincerely. But that is what God did. Sin will hinder us. But when you recognize, if God says for you to you, forgive, obey it, then you will see the hand of God. Friends, I want us to pray. I don't know what you have. If there is sin that you know and you know, come to God this day and ask God to forgive you. If it is a family thing, ask God to forgive you because it is the one hindering you. If it is in a business you have compromised, ask God. You want to get some instruction from God. Ask God to forgive you. If it is in a marriage, ask God. If it is in a relationship, please ask God. Even in the ministry, ask God. Lord, we bless your name because you are here, because you are ready to hear us. I want you to stand up if you can. Please stand up and just tell the Lord. He desires to clear up that very thing. But ask him. Ask him to forgive. Identify the sin. Identify the mess. And ask God to forgive you. If it is in a family lineage, 
ask God if it is because of the position. Ask God if it is in marriage you have cheated. Ask God if you have involved yourself in idolatry. Ask God. Ask God to forgive you if you are a young person and you are disobedient. Ask God if you are the servant of God and you are not in line with God's word. Ask God because he wants us to obey. Ask God to forgive him, to forgive you. Lord, we come, we come. We come because we know you are right here. You are in our midst. You are willing to help us. Lord, we admit in the name of Jesus Christ that we have erred. We have not walked right. We have not honored you. We have all God disobeyed. You are voice. We have disobeyed the voice of God of your word, the voice of your servant. Lord, we cry to you today for mercy. As the families we have entered idolatry, we have involved ourselves in the witchcraft. We have a oh God shed and blood. Lord, we cry to you for mercy. We admit our hearts, oh God, have been hardened. Our minds have been filled, oh Lord, with all sorts of things. Lord, we cry out to you, Lord, for mercy. We have cheated in our business. We have cheated. Lord, robbed you in the tithes and in the offering. Lord, we have not obeyed your own experience, commands. Lord, we ask that you remember mercy. We ask that God, you remember mercy. Look unto each one of us. Look unto that woman. Look unto that man. Look unto that leader with mercy. Look unto that young person with mercy who have compromised and have defiled their body. Look unto us as a body of Christ that we have brought shame to you, O God. We have despised your word. Lord, have mercy. Look unto us as a family with mercy because, Lord, we have done terrible. God, we have done terrible things. Lord, we cry out to you for mercy. Mercy today. Lord, we ask of you to grant us, O oh God, the grace. Pray that the Lord will give you the grace. The grace to obey. The grace to say, yes, here I am. The grace to admit what you have done that is not right. You, you humble yourself. The grace to turn away. The grace, Lord, we cry out to you tonight. We cry out to you, Lord, that grant us, Lord, the grace, the grace to turn away from every wickedness, from every rebellion, from every sin, from every good word, Lord, commitment, Lord, wicked covenant, Lord, we cry out to you to help us, help us, help us, Lord, as a church, we cry out to Lord for grace, grace to, to preach, grace to preach your word with King of glory, Lord, with no compromise. The Lord, we will say what you are saying. God, the way it is, not our oh God, Father, sugarcoating. Lord, help us that we will hate sin. Pray for yourself that you will walk right. You will walk right before the Lord. You will walk right in that place, in that marriage, 
in that business, in that leadership. Pray, pray, Lord, we thank you that your grace is able. Lord, I pray for myself that you will help me not to go to compromise, that I will walk right, that I will go to cherish, Lord, your truth, that I will go to stand. Lord, I cry unto you that as a family, we will honor you. Lord, as a church, we pray that you will help us, that we will not go compromise your own scriptures. We will obey what the scriptures say. Lord, we bless your name. We adore you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your word declares that if we repent our sin, you are faithful and you will forgive us of all our unrighteousness. We now ask of you, Lord, that Lord cleanse us. Lord, we ask of you right now, the Lord now remember us. I particular pray for anyone, those that are here, those that are online. Lord, your word is clear that your word cannot be detained. And so, Lord, we speak, Lord, to everybody. Lord, that King of Glory barrier to give way. Everything that has been held in them. Lord, we ask that God may you remove it. That Lord, we may hear you. Oh Lord, help us, oh God. Remove every Lord, every fetish. Remove every, oh God. Lord, fill it a thing that was interfering with the communication between us and you. Lord, that had held us. Father, we pray tonight that today every barrier, whether in our mind, whether those barriers were in our hearts, whether those barriers are connected, Father, with our business, we speak to it right now to be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we worship you. Father, we exalt you. Father, we give you praise. We now ask of you, Lord, to touch and minister your blessing. Minister your blessing upon each one of us. Minister it upon the family. Minister it upon, oh God, your servants that are listening. Those that are in, oh God, Father. Even, oh God, on online. Minister to them. Answer the questions. Lord, we cry to you. Open their eyes that they will see. Open their ears that they will hear. Lord, we pray that let your spirit now, oh God, drop a word in their heart. Drop a word in their mind. Drop a word tonight. The Lord, they will know. Know and know for sure. You have spoken to them. Lord, glorify your name and shame the devil. We adore you, God. We give you praise. And we give you all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you.